Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I got uh, 1% milk and I got a bag of Chip Ahoy cookies. <laughs> That's my go-to. Maybe some music. A <laughs> little bit of music, but my Chip Ahoy's and my 1% milk, faithful. Fantasy Football Happy Hour with Matthew Berry, served by Applebee's. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Football Happy Hour. I am Jay Croucher. He's Matthew Berry. Here's Lawrence Jackson. It's 100% milk. Lots of cookies on the happy hour. It's 12 o'clock on Peacock, Matthew. But it's 5 o'clock But it's five o'clock somewhere, and I'll tell you where it's 5 o'clock, which means it's time to party. It is anywhere that somebody has Austin Eckler, friend of fantasy, friend of the fantasy football happy hour on their fantasy team. I'm repping the 30 because... Austin Eckler, of course, last year's ride or die. He never really dies. You know, I mean, he was my fantasy ride or die last year. Obviously, this year, Jalen Hurts was my fantasy ride or die. And he died. Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's been a rough, rough couple of weeks for Hurts. But um, generally speaking, I don't think he can complain about that draft pick. And you certainly can't complain about Austin Eckler. Promises were made. Yes, promises were yes. kept. He went on his IG. Shout out to Austin Eckler. He went on his Instagram and said, uh, well, we're going to get there in a minute. But anyway, um, <laughs> Anyway, hi guys. Welcome. I'm happy. Me, me too, man. We here. We We're back. here. This is the first weekly show, weekly episode of the new year. Of 2023. Yes, sir. We're starting to write. Yep. Yeah. And the best way to start it, some Roto World headlines and Tom Brady. Yeah. Go. The GOAT's back. Let me tell you, when Tom Brady was down 14-0 to Sam Darnold, it was starting to get a little bit icky, but then Tom Brady became Tom Brady, and uh, and Mike Evans, um, did he have a good game? Just 10 oh for 207, goodness. three touchdowns. Uh, everyone who kept the faith with Mike Evans, Matthew, had it repaid in spades. Well, you know, we had seen this game before uh, against the Panthers, where he'd been wide open for a touchdown. Dropped it. And dropped it. We talked about this game on Fantasy Football pregame, Jay. You made the point about how the fact that they're like bringing, they're, they're dusting off the mothballs off Josh Norman and bringing him in there. Like that's how beat up their secondary was. I don't know that any of us expected 10 for 207 and three touchdowns, but we did expect a good game from Mike Evans as well. 32.1 fantasy points, his number one wide receiver uh, in fantasies. We ended up on night football, 48% of Tom Brady's total passing yards in week 17. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter or Instagram. Tom Brady literally trolling fantasy managers saying, like, if you didn't start Mike Evans, that's on you. How dare you you. (laughs) on your fantasy team? Um, Yeah, listen, uh, it was a long road to get there. And chances are, if you were in the finals, you got there despite Mike Evans, not because of it. But he just absolutely crushed. And I know a number of people that either won their league because of Evans and Brady or lost because they were facing Brady and Evans. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this for weeks, no, months, like especially on the uh, open and close it section. 
we it came to a point where we was like, hey, you know, man, we just gonna keep it open. We just gonna yeah. keep it. Then we said, you know what? We closing it. But in the back of our minds, we knew it was coming. We didn't know it was gonna come like this. But we knew at some point, and all it took was a playoff spot on the line for the Bucks, them being down 14 to zero, and Tom Brady just doing Tom Brady things at the end of the day. NFC it, South champs. Um, got a little bit. By the way, they're also ninth straight thousand yard season for Mike Evans, like extends his own NFL record. Like yes. unbelievable. Yes. Like he is a thousand yards in the bank every season. And his fourth straight game with eight targets. I just you know what I mean? Like what's weird is is that the 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 volume has been there for Mike Evans consistently, and the yardage it just it, it was the touchdowns which got really fluky because here's a guy that in the last two years had like 13 and 14 touchdowns with right. Brady there, so it, it just it it was just a little bit fluky. They were taking some deeper shots, and obviously the offense wasn't had its moments of up and up and downness. But you know, nice to see Mike Evans elite. And uh, hey, listen, if if I had a Mike Evans jersey, I would wear it as well. <laughs> but, uh, Eckler's actually going to bring me a fantasy championship uh, in a league that I really care about this week. So, there you go. There um, you go. Lawrence, a little bit overshadowed naturally by the result in Mike Evans, but DJ Moore continues to, to build his romance with Sam Darnold. It's very strange when, like, the one quarterback you really want thrown near the ball is Sam Darnold. Doesn't work yeah. with anyone else, but Darnold yeah. to Moore just keeps well, on working. Well, for, for, in DJ Moore's case, it actually worked earlier this season with P.J. Walker. It was the one person he, it didn't work with, and, and that was Baker Mayfield. But, yeah. Good game for DJ Moore, 117 yards and a touchdown, which is a solid game by no means. And if you play him in your champ fantasy championship game, that helps you. But when you got a guy on the other side going for 200, you know, people won't tend to talk about it, especially when you're on the losing end. Yep. All right, let's go to Colts-Giants, which was... But it, 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 again, it was sort of... I don't know that there's a lesson to be learned here, right? I mean, because it's just like, again... At the end of the day, both Mike Evans and DJ Moore were disappointing fantasy draft picks in terms of the production they had throughout the season. Yeah. But we knew and still know both guys, really talented wide receivers, and at the end of the day, talent, you know, tends to win out. Yep. Let's go to Colts Giants where the Giants clinch a playoff spot over the pitiful Indianapolis Colts. This was a tough watch unless you're a Giants fan, but pretty good watch for those who have Daniel Jones on their roster and he went off. He was great. I, I mean, it's super annoying, by the way, too. I, like, I'm in a le- I'm in a 14 team league, and I had the best team in this league. I, I had Saquon. I had uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Dak Prescott, Jamar Chase, Mike Williams, T.J. Hawkinson. Again, it's a 14 team league. I rolled people in this league. <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Like, I, again, 14 team is deeper. I think than you know, like that's a really good 12 or 10 team league, and it was a 14 team league team. How'd it go this weekend? Did not go well this weekend because the guy I'm playing had Daniel Jones. I had Saquon. Massive disparity right there. He also picked up the Jacksonville defense. Ooh. Got like 16 points from the Jags. A little stat my Swaguars, like outrageous. Um, but Daniel Jones was ridiculous. A credit, Jay, I want to give you some love here because on fantasy football pregame on Sunday morning, we talked about that. You said, like, Daniel Jones, people want to bag on him, but, like, he's not only a perfectly fine quarterback for the NFL, he's in a good fantasy spot in this one. They're using his legs uh, and as well. He's now had double-digit rush attempts in, uh, rush attempts in three of the past five games. Um, and, you know, listen, like, a lot of it was some, some long runs. We didn't expect this. I don't think any of us expected 36.2 fantasy points and being the second-best quarterback in fantasy heading into Monday Night Football. But we expect him to be viable in this game against a Colts team that was sort of, you know, 
coming in really limping. Yeah, and the key with Jones is just no turnovers this year. He's only nope. throwing five That's picks. That's a so. big thing for him. That and, was a big thing for him. And, and, you know, his last touchdown, too, shout out again if you did have him starting his last touchdown, he didn't really even had to get that one. So that one really hurt your fantasy team uh, a little more. They, they was already blowing him out. Could you get Saquon <laughs> Barkley in <laughs> yeah, the end right. zone? Really disappointing on there. Credit to Brian Dayball, who won't likely won't win Coach of the Year, but should be right. I mean, like, needs to be in the conversation. Like, just an unbelievable job of, uh, you know, uh, taking what he had to work with, which wasn't a lot, and making them viable and crafting an offense for for the skill sets of the players that he did have there. I mean, Isaiah Hodgins gets in the end zone. Richie James gets in the end zone. Two guys that we also talked about on pregame that we liked. The shocking one was, as you see it there on your screen, Richie James, we talked about the fact that Kenny Moore was out and James plays the slot. Seven for 76 and a touchdown for Richie James. Isaiah Hodgins just been red hot, continues to score week after week after week. Four for 42 for Hodgins as well. And they're working this offense. I, you know, what I will tell you is Saquon, really disappointing game for Saquon Barkley. Not even a top 35 running back as we head into Monday Night Football. This is the weird one. There's some weird thing going on with home road splits. I don't know if it's just variance or, you know, bad luck, but averaging under 15 fantasy points per game at home and under 95 scrimmage yards. Meanwhile, on the road, 21 fantasy points per game, 114 yards from scrimmage. I don't know if it's because on the road, maybe you try to run a little bit more and you're trying to take the crowd out of it or whatever, but this is a game in which Barkley should have had a much bigger day. Yeah. Instead, Daniel Jones is the one who gets all the rushing. I think the thing is, the problem is that Dable's a really good coach and he realized that the Colts have a really good run defense and they were getting whatever they wanted through the air and with Daniel Jones in his legs. And Taekwon didn't have a bad game in terms of his efficiency. I mean, he was 4.8 yards per carry. Yeah. He got 58 on 12 carries. He just didn't get the usage at all. Lawrence, let's not talk about any Indianapolis Colts. Let's go straight to Bears. Except Lions. shout out. I just want to take 10 seconds here to just shout out Nick Foles because that was like the, I thought that was, and, and they've talked about this on Pro Football Talk and other people, I thought that was one of the least classy things I've ever seen. Kavion Thibodeau, abs- like a monster hit on Nick Foles. Give him credit. Like Do you a think great he knew, sack. though? Do you think he knew that Foles yes, that's Yes, that, that's all the people on Twitter defending Thibodeau are like, oh, he didn't know. He's doing a snow angel. Uh, I don't know where I am. He's literally, watch it. Watch the video. He's literally hitting Nick Foles. Nick Foles is like convulsing on the ground. I'm not trying to make fun of him, but he's literally convulsing. Like it's an awful hit. And like they're nervous for Nick Foles. You don't know what kind of, you know what I mean? Like, and, and Thibodeau's sitting there doing the snow angel as, as Foles. Was he hitting like, his shoulder like that? No, that would be messed up. Yes, man. he is. He, he, like, he hey, is. hey, man, wait. Watch, the, watch the video. And so. And so then, like, again, he's on the ground for, like, 11 seconds. They bring the cart out. Medical trainers are around there. Players are kneeling. And yet there's Thibodeau on the sidelines doing the sleeping thing. I put him to sleep. All right, that like, part that, right there yeah, was where was I was kind of yeah, like, yeah, I don't know about that one. That again, like, he said after the game, I didn't see him. I don't, how can you be so unaware that you don't know that the, the, the crowd has gotten quiet? Mm-hmm. There's a cart coming out. There's a cart coming out. And there's coaches and players surrounding somebody on the ground. How can you be that unaware? And I just thought, like, listen, Thibodeau's a great player, but you can be a great player and a bad person. And I got to tell you, in that moment, he was a bad person. Not a great look for Kayvon Thibodeau. Let's go to Lions-Bears. Lawrence Jared Goff just continues to cook. It was a very favorable matchup for him, but he delivered the goods. You know, when this when they said the over-under of this game was 52 and a half, I didn't think it would be the Lions scoring all damn points. <laughs> well, and Justin Justin Fields led him down there on his first drive, yeah. scored to just say, all right, nice little back and forth. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields about to go off again. Oh, no, sir. Lions defense stepped up, 
and Jared Goff just kept on cooking, man. QB six for the week, three or more touchdown passes in three of his last four games. Now, we, we just you just talked about Daniel Jones, you know, being a you know solid quarterback for the lead. Well, what about Jared Goff here? This dude playing, he's quarterback for the Lions. And, you know, we thought, you know, on the hard knocks, all the hoopla, everybody get excited, then it just kind of goes down. But this Lions team right now at 8-8 eight and eight, in a position to make the playoffs, tough matchup against Green Bay. But they're in this position in big part because Jared Goff stepped up this whole season. Yep. Credit Ben, not just Jared Goff, but credit Ben Johnson, the yes. offense coordinator. Like, I wish, again, I've talked about this. Like, if Ben Johnson was named, uh, you know, um, a Jim Bob Cooter, yeah. which, by the way, is the name of a former Lions <laughs> offensive coordinator. Yes, yes, yes. But, like, if he had a fun name, yes. like, people, I think, would be talking more about him. Ben Johnson is just like, True. whatever. Ben Johnson's your accountant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, Ben Johnson's like your Nate, you know, the guy that sits next to you at the PTA. Yes. You know? Um, Even if you know, didn't have a great name like Nate Sudfeld, but at least it's, like, recognizable. At least it's right. Because we it, all know a Ben Johnson. A probably. thousand percent. Yes. No, a thousand percent. Ben Johnson takes my kids. <laughs> he drives <laughs> Wednesday in the carpool for the kids. Yeah, I mean, like. the halfback th- flank for the Collingwood Magpies. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, Literally, anyway. Yeah, yeah I, it just so, um, you know, I don't know. Ben Johnson's like my dentist. And. It's unfortunate because he's done an unbelievable job as the offense coordinator of the Detroit Lions. Uh, and look, it's one thing to play against a Bears team that has a bad defense and is sort of limping out the season, but still, once again, called a masterful game. We talked about how much golf. We said in this coming in again in pregame, we talked about this is not only going to be a fantasy game to target, but that we thought Goff would be a top five fantasy quarterback. He's actually QB six. Okay, fine. Off by one spot as we go in to Monday Night Football. Um, you know, but like just ridiculous and they ran the ball you know it was nice to see DeAndre Swift look like DeAndre Swift Jamal Williams got a bunch of run as well Justin Jackson was inactive in this game and so the fact of the matter is is that both guys so you know DeAndre Swift 15 touches Jamal Williams 23 touches Swift gets the two touchdowns but Williams looked good it's it's Jamal Williams first time with 20 touches since week nine I don't know that you can count on this but you know what? Against Green Bay, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, you can run sure. on the Packers as well. Anyway, both these guys uh, were nothing short of fantastic. And uh, and Goff is like, Goff is legit. We talked about this in the preseason. When Jared Goff gets time, Jared Goff is fine. Yes. And again, it's like, it's just similar to Daniel Jones. Yep. Like, both yes. guys are... are yeah. They're in the Kirk Cousins zone. They're in the Kirk Cousins yep. zone. Exactly. Better than you think... Disappointing game in, in the, the script on Amon Ross St. Brown. Like, he wished a little bit better for him. Yet another game with random touch. Like, all I know, pick a tight end on Detroit and somebody scoring. Like, just another random. It was two for Brock Wright in yeah. this game. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. Zilstra, three from last week. Like, what are we doing? We can't get Amon Ra like, a, a touchdown here. But it, it worked out for TJ Hawkinson and Lions tight ends. Everybody getting a Everyone is, out. except yeah. you just don't know which one to start. <laughs> you just don't know which one to the start. start of the, uh, just, on the line. Just quickly, the Bears. I mean, Fields, his stat line looks ugly, but he, the rushing gives you a little bit there, but not a great finish to the season in the fantasy playoffs for Fields. And then David Montgomery did nothing. Yeah, I mean, disappointing. I, listen, I think the game just got away from them in terms of Montgomery. And Khalil Herbert, I mean, that's the other thing about – I mean, we talk about this, but – like, you know, he played just 54% of the snaps in this one. That's his lowest snap percentage in a game since week seven. Khalil Herbert was back and, like, fully back. I mean, they basically split touches in this one. Single-digit touches for the first time in a full 
healthy game this season for David Montgomery. Again, the game sort of got away from him. We've talked about this. Other than what Carolina did to them, the Lions' run defense has been good yes. over the last two months or so. So I'm, I, I, it's sort of like a, a game that I don't think he can take much away from other than the fact that Justin Fields is special, and he's going to be special next year. Again, over 100 rushing yards in this one. Remember, no Darnell Mooney in this one. Like, you know I mean? Like, you know, they had Chase Claypool back a little bit, but they're going to get him some help in the passing game in the offseason. need a lot of it. Do you feel like he could be a possible, you know, ride or die for you next season? Justin he's in Fields. the – See what they do in the offseason. He's in the mix. He's, he's in the mix. But, I mean, like, I, you know, I put out my uh, way too early top – 50 for 2023. You can check that out on rotoworld.com, NBCSportsEdge.com. I'm a company man. Just feels inside my top 10 quarterbacks oh, yeah, next year. Sure. I mean, oh, easy. Yeah, like, easy. you know, like easy. he's like, he's going to be like five or six, I think. QB five or six next year. Yep. All right, let's go to Wisconsin. Uh, and first, let's hear from the best interview in global sports at the moment, and that's Jair Alexander. When we won? Oh, yeah. Just all the yards he had. That's what I was calling the fluke because, you know, he was catching passes with nobody even on him. Like, yeah, okay, good job. You knew so, if that, so if that was a fluke, what is one catch for 15 yards? Man, greatness. A lot of times you see him doing a gritty, it was my turn, so, you know, I wonder what they thought. Oh, look, Patrick Mahomes is going to win MVP, but to me, the MVP of the National Football League is Jair Alexander. Look at this he guy. At least He's out He's out there bringing it. That's fantastic. He is a fun interview, and for those of you listening, he was wearing a big Packers hat, like a big <laughs> Packers hat. I like the fact that Brian Robinson started this trend, and now everyone's wearing yeah, these like yeah. these so big hats. Like Justin you know, Jefferson is losing Justin his mind. Justin Jefferson losing his mind. He's he takes off his helmet. He hits the ref in the back of the head. It was. Um, I mean, we should talk about Justin Jefferson here for a second here. So, it's his worst fantasy performance the season, right? I mean. His second fewest receiving yards in a game this season. Right? He had three for 14 against Detroit in week three. Targeted on just 12% of his routes. I mean, like, it was a bad day at the office Clips. for Kirk Cousins and the entire Vikings offense. And so it's one of those, it's a double edged sword on the one hand. Like, you probably weren't in the finals without Justin Jefferson. Right. Right. But on the other hand, like, He's your star. He was your number yeah. one pick. Oh, yeah. Show up oh, yeah. in a game in which game, you know, game script should have worked for Justin Jefferson. Like they're down and they're down big. Like they should be throwing all the time. One would and, think. And yet, KJ Osborne has a better game than him. TJ Hawkinson has a better game than him. This game it reminded me of the um, you know the last five minutes of Requiem for a Dream. If you've seen that film, I'm not going to go into the details because we're a family-friendly show, but Thank it was you. just everything just goes wrong. Like, it's just a complete nightmare. And Justin Jefferson, I mean, one for 15 against the Packers defense, which is okay against the pass, but still, like, you just... I didn't think that was possible. And I think lots of problems in Minnesota. Their offensive line is now really banged up uh, and just nothing went right for anyone in that game, Lawrence. And, and I'll go back to Jair Alexander real quick. I love me my corners. Credit to him. And he, he taught the trash and they backed it up versus him. It's just as simple as that. Now, just for us, Justin Jefferson fantasy managers, right? Like you said, Matthew, he's our star. He got us there. All those 20-point and 30-point weeks. He is good enough that he shouldn't be able to be shut down. Yes, that is very true. At the same time, I'll be thankful for my second-place fantasy finishes <laughs> all across the board. I'll be like, hey, you got me here because I – I don't, we can't be mad at the guy. He, yeah. he and shout out to Jair Alexander too. He he said, <laughs> "Go ahead." 
We absolutely can be back. <laughs> it, this is this is fantasy football. This is the land of irrational oh. takes. Yes. This is the land of this is the <laughs> land of, of of emotion over logic. Please, we can absolutely be mad at the guy, or we can be mad at Jerry. I think our our I think our real ire should be at Kirk Cousins. Like, come on, take a deep we shot. We should be mad at him. Yeah, Jalen Naylor. Really? You had a, we, an eye for Jair Alexander, one sitting right there for you, Matthew. Yeah, Jair Jai, right. yeah. did his job. Yeah, I know. He cost people some, uh, yeah, some championships. I don't blame Jair Alexander. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, in junk time, they couldn't have found a way to, to you know, get Justin Jefferson open. Anyway, I, yeah, I'll say this tough. again, going back to the, my top 50, my way, way, way too early top, 20, top 50 for 2023. My number one player for next year is Justin Jefferson. I'm not moving off of that even after this game. Yep. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey had a pretty good game. The King, I think he might be number one by the time everything is said I have him done. number two. Yep. We'll see. Right. We'll see if he returns to San Francisco. Just quickly, Aaron Jones bounces back. Don't know what's going on with his health, but he looked perfectly healthy and, uh, and had a big game, even if it didn't come with the touchdown. Yep. Uh, the, the fa- factually correct, but you know what's weird is, is again, I don't know if it's because they, they trust Dylan more, but like he's now had six straight games without a rushing touchdown. Right, he has more receiving touchdowns than rushing touchdowns, which has not been a part of his game. I mean, like receiving's always been a part of his game, but he's always been a guy that they've trusted at the goal line in previous seasons. And for whatever reason, this year they just or recently they aren't. It's much more AJ Dillon, and so Aaron Jones much closer to an RB two than the RB one he was drafted as. Yep. All right, let's go to I think what was the strangest game of the week, and that was Raiders Niners. Uh, this game was completely drunk. Uh, the total went thirty points over um, what it was listed at. Uh, Jarrett Stidham goes off. Brock yeah. Purdy. Brock Purdy is an adventure, man. I needed the Niners to win that game for a lot of reasons, and that was an absolute adventure. Brock Purdy <laughs> throws it up for grabs. And uh, you see Jarrett Stidham, though, what he did. He did anything he wanted against the best defense in the wow. NFL. Wow. I mean, this wow. is. You want to talk about shocking. Like, I don't. Like, the, if, you, for, if you see it there on your screen, the fantasy quarterback leaders in week 17 as we head into Monday Night Football, and we've still got, you know, Burrow and, and Allen to play. But. As we head into Monday Night Football, number one, Tom Brady, who's been like a disappointment this year. Number two, Daniel Jones. Number three, Jarrett Stidham. Yeah, in front of Patrick Mahomes. Ahead of Patrick Mahomes. Stidham against the Niners, by the way. Not just Jarrett Stidham, number three, like that's crazy. But number three, ahead of Patrick Mahomes going against the Niners. He puts up 26 fantasy points. Russell Wilson, the ghost of Russell Wilson making an appearance at number five. Goff at six, the ghost of Deshaun Watson at number seven, Sam Darnold at eight. (laughs) By the way, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, who um, you don't like, comes in at number ten. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's just an adventure with Brock Purdy. He makes some great throws, but to me, that's why Kyle Shanahan is coach of the year because they're scheming up a lot of stuff for Brock Purdy. But with Stidham, like, I wish every second that game, Stidham. Like, it was a miracle whenever the Niners got off the field. It just yeah. felt like they were just going to march down every single time. Yeah. And they needed, like, a fluke interception. To, to, it was just out of control. I, I don't know about y'all, but I caught Stidham. I had him as a top five quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I don't got so, it nowhere yeah. documented or no proof, <laughs> right. but I said it somewhere in my life. So, I don't know about everybody else. It makes you well, think twice about they, training for Derek Carr in the offseason. It the does a little Jets bit. I mean, the other thing is, is that I, this is a football discussion, not a fantasy one. But... Um, and we'll talk about like sort of Stidham and, and Carr next season. We'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But you have to wonder like how much of what – and I just don't know the answer to this. Did Josh McDaniels come in and say like, here's my system. Figure it out, Derek Carr. Or 
did he, you know, or did, did Derek Carr not do? Because Stidham has been in that system for a number of years, yeah. before, you know, when they it's were with the, with the Patriots together. And so it just may have been easier for Stidham to, to do, you know, to do what McDaniels wants in that offense versus with Carr, it may have been more of a learning curve. And that McDaniels may have been like, this is the offense as opposed to, all right, Derek Carr, what do you do well? What don't you do well? And we're going to do that as well. Nice to see Josh Jacobs coming back. Like, again, we were worried about this against the Niners and, like, the, the, just the entire Raiders. Credit to them. Devontae Adams was awesome. Josh Jacobs was awesome. Even Darren Waller, who split in time with Foster Moreau, he's now scored a touchdown in two of the last three games. He played 57% of the snaps. Like, I don't know, you know, it just – right. Yep. It's a great game, and by the way. On the Niners' side, Lawrence, I mean, to me, the story is Christian McCaffrey. He's the best running back in football. I think just what the, the angry run, the Marshall and Lynch run, uh, I think off the screen, that was just – Absolutely insane. He is that offense at the moment. And Brandon Ayuk also was incredible, particularly uh, in money time. When they needed to drive down the field, Purdy was just going, all right, every single play, where's Brandon Ayuk? Yeah, they finally got it going. Remember the first couple of weeks with Purdy, Ayuk couldn't get it going with him. Mm -hmm. Now it's consecutive weeks we've seen Ayuk and Purdy kind of connecting more. And Christian McCaffrey, there doesn't need to be anything said. That boy just be out there toting that rock. He's their offense. Uh, Look, I mean, you know, we talked about this. Like, it looked like there was more of a connection with Kittle, and he does catch a touchdown here. But Ayuk now has 80 receiving yards or more in back-to-back games, a 34% target share in this one from Brock Purdy. And, yeah, I think kind of a – I mean, he's the third-best wide receiver in fantasy, like a great game for him. He's now had 13 or more fantasy points in three of the last four. Yep. CMC, Ayuk, Kittle, and, oh, by the way, they're getting Debo Samuel back. Ooh. That offense is absolutely loaded if, uh, if Brock Purdy can lead them there. All right. If, if they win next week, Kyle Shannon goes 6-0 and with Brock Purdy. He's coach of the year. He's coach of the year. All right, when we come back, Weekend Warriors with that man, not Matthew Barry, Austin Eckler. That is Austin Eckler. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi-sweet chocolate chips and a satisfying crunch, it's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. I've been scoring points for you guys all season. Um, and look, this week's going to be no different, baby. I'm going to be out there. Your boy's back. I'll be all right. Uh, rub some dirt on it. But yeah, it's championship weekend, man. So definitely a big week for us uh, in the fantasy community and for the Chargers as well. 
Hello, friend of the show, a champion yeah. of the industry. On his Instagram right there, number 30 on the field, number one in your hearts, number one on the scoreboard, the number one running back in fantasy when it counted the most. Promises were made, promises were kept. We love Austin Eckler, last year's fantasy ride or die. Now, and I remember last year, and I just, like again, you can say like I'm victory lapping a little bit, but you know what, I am, and I don't care. I don't care, and I'll tell you why I don't care. I don't care you why, I don't care, because like, he, la going into last season, I had him as a top five overall player. And he was going in most fantasy drafts in the second round or towards the end of the second round because the argument against Eckler was he can't score touchdowns wow. as you watch here on your screen him breaking free for a nice long one. Well, he's now had, and I, I was just like, guys, he can score touchdowns. It's just bad luck last year, the two years ago. Well, he's now had back-to-back -back seasons with 18 touchdowns from scrimmage. He's the first running back to do that since Todd Gurley, another fantasy legend as well. Yes, sir. Austin Eckler, I just wanted to wear the 30 to rep. He's going to hopefully uh, – I'm up 60 going into Monday night, so we'll see. I'm done. Guy, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, uh, guy I'm playing has uh, Burrow and, uh, and Mixon. So, you know, anything, anything can be – Listen, anything's possible. Like, a mix, a Mixon has a 55-point game under his belt <laughs> this year. But um, he but, did score four or five touchdowns. I'm, you know. I'm just saying. But anyway, like if I do win this league, it's a big dynasty expert league with a bunch of other people. I'm playing Rich Rebar, Lord Reeves in the final, and I, he's a great analyst and a great fantasy player. Um, no trash talk at all. He has the better team, in fact. Yeah. But Austin Eckler, if I do win, it'll be thanks to number 30. I like uh, to I like to spoil movies and endings. You're gonna win that league. I don't know. Right now. I'm not taking any <laughs> 60 point lead. Listen, listen, you got listen. the right mindset. No, no, listen. You got the right mindset. It's, it's the fourth year of this dynasty league. It's filled with a bunch of people that if you follow fantasy Twitter, you know. First year of the league, I roll I ran the table. I was number one in points by a wide margin. I'm up 55 going into Monday Night Football. And I'm playing Graham Barfield, also a great analyst, great fantasy player. And I lost because he had Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones on Monday night against Minnesota. If you remember that from a few years ago, Aaron Jones had that 56-yard oh, touchdown yes. to, uh, in junk time. And I ended up losing by one point. So I take nothing for granted. I, I won the league in year two, lost in the semis last year. I'm back in the finals again. So anyway. Okay. Well, good luck to you, and uh, bad luck to Joe Burrow and yes. Joe Mixon. I just, right. I just, I want them to have good games, just less than 62 points That's worth. It's very doable. Should be doable. All right, Lawrence, let's talk about Amari Cooper. Uh, I know Matthew anyway. doesn't want to talk about this game too much, so we'll focus on you. The yeah. question, I mean, the question becomes, the only thing I'm going to say is, and we'll talk about this throughout the week as we do our show live from Vegas, but we'll talk about whether these guys play in Week 18 in terms of, you know, but uh, here's Amari Cooper burning my he, commanders. He will. If if you started Amari Cooper this week, you probably didn't want to. But <laughs> if you did, it paid off. Two yes. long touchdowns. He, he ain't had but three catches. Mm. Two of them just happened to go for long touchdowns. And he they came, you know, later in the game, you know. So that's, I mean, there's there, there was no numbers coming into this game with Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson that said, hey, you should feel great about this. But, you know. And I'll <laughs> tell you this, Lawrence. I don't think coming out of it, you should feel great either. I feel worse about him now. A thousand percent. Right, because it's two long touchdowns. He right? had four targets. He got four targets. He caught only three balls. 58 yards came after the catch. I mean, again, it goes down to a big – Watson ends up having a good fantasy day, but not from anything Watson did. I mean, if you saw the play right there, like, it's a five-yard out. Then, then you know, they, he just misses the tackle. And then Cooper's, you know, runs down the stretch. And it all counts the same, but, like – I don't know. I, and and they, got, they got Pittsburgh coming up who's trying to make it to the playoffs. Yep. 
keep Mike Tomlin from having a losing season, them boys going to be ready to go. Yep. There's no doubt. So anyway, I just I don't think you're out of the woods with the Watson Cooper thing. <clears throat> if there's one thing to hang your hat on other than just he did have a good fantasy day. His yardage has increased every single week that Watson's been under center from 40 to 42 to 58 to 72 to 105 this past week. Again, only four targets in a game in which, you know, time possession was tough because the commanders did have a number of long drives. But still, um, yeah, I don't think you're out of the woods yet with Cooper and Watson. Yep. But nice right. games. Lawrence, let's talk about Travis Etienne, who will be a top 10 running back next yeah, season, I think, no doubt. indisputably. And he didn't get that much work in this game because it got out of hand so quickly. And they're thinking about the Titans next week. But you yeah. see him break this 62-yarder, yeah. and that propelled him to an excellent day overall. Yeah, this run pretty much did it for him. You, you kind of came into this game knowing that this was a possibility for all of the Jaguar studs. And we saw it work out for Etienne, not so much Trevor Lawrence, despite it being a great matchup for yeah. everybody involved. If you had ETN, you was like, you know, whoo, you like, whoo. You know, he got you your points and he got out. You know, it, unfortunately, the whole Jaguars offense got out because they was, you know, just bludgeoning the Texans. So there you go. But good game for ETN. Top five play going into uh, top five running back going into Monday Night Football. But, you know, it's frustrating, though, and it's hard to complain about a guy that puts up 23 fantasy points. Um, his third straight game with over 110 total yards. But still, you know, he gets 108 yards. Um, he has three catches for 32 yards, but only nine rushes. Like, the fact of the matter is, Jermichael Hasey scored in this game. Yes. Uh, Snoop Connor scored in this game. Like, this could have been as great a game as it was for Etienne. It could have been like a monster game. It could have been like a, hey, I'm facing Mike Evans, and it don't matter because I got three touchdowns from Travis Etienne kind of game. Doesn't matter what Daniel Jones just did to me because I got Travis Etienne. So that's what's a shame is that they had three rushing touchdowns in this game, and yet only one of them went to Etienne. Yep. Matthew, when I think back on this fantasy football season, honestly, the first name that I'm going to think of is Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. Because he's such an anomaly. It's so inexplicable. I mean, he has, he has two carries. He's mm -hmm. a running back. He has two carries, but still delivers awesome fantasy value. Just keeps on piling up touchdowns against the Broncos in particular, but has another big game. Yeah, I mean, like, it's sort of weird because remember at the beginning of the year, we were saying the same thing about Clyde Edwards-Elair. Yeah. We were saying, like, it's, he's so touchdown dependent. He's not getting any passing game. Yeah. In, in the case of CEH, it was like he wasn't getting, like, that much work, but he was scoring touchdowns um, uh, as well. And same thing with McKinnon. I mean, like, so his now fifth straight game with a touchdown. He's got seven touchdowns in the last five games. He's been nothing short of terrific. He is their passing down back on an offense that passes a ton. Five catches and 50 yards in three of the past four games. I mean, you know, Mahomes is throwing it over 40 times a game. But to your point, it's now back-to-back -back games with fewer than eight touches. He is totally touchdown dependent. That said, if you're going to be a, a touchdown dependent running back, and many of them are, you're better off being on the Chiefs, who score a lot of touchdowns, as opposed to some of the other teams. I will say that the team that I have, that I played Rich, that I'm playing uh, Rich Rebar in, has McKinnon on it as well. Yep. Lawrence. So, yes. Uh, Two of the what, heroes for me yesterday, Eckler and McKinnon. What's the quote, yeah. Lawrence, about if a tree falls in the woods but no one hears it, does it really make a sound? If the Arizona Cardinals play the Atlanta Falcons but no one watches it, does it actually even happen? Because I don't think a single person watched this game. But if they did, they would have oh, seen something out of Trey game. McBride. Yo, Trey McBride might have had the quietest tight end two week we've <laughs> ever seen. Like, come on, right? But it's against the Falcons who are not uh good against tight ends you see uh, we we kind of been waiting for a little bit of this from from trey mcbride for a while since they've been without zach Ertz, 
had a season high 10 targets with y'all boy David Blau, Blau, Blau. He came in there in Atlanta hitting him. They lost the game though, so it's all good. But he has had 55 yards in two of his last three games, so a smidgen of consistency. But you know, like I said, when you playing the Falcons and you're the Cardinals with no Kyler Murray, Ain't nobody even checking for that. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, 10, tar- 10 targets in this game. You know, Hollywood Brown gets nine. Greg Dorch, the human Dorch, gets 10 as well. I mean, Blau was inconsistent in this game. The other issue here is that it's just, you know, no DeAndre Hopkins, who's obviously going to take targets away. We'll see if Colt McCoy is back for them. We'll see if Zach Ertz is on the wrong side of 30 and coming off an ACL, whether he is um, back next year with the Cardinals. Uh, but I think... It's going to be hard for me to trust Trey McBride next week, you know, for people that are playing. But I just think it's a name. This is somebody who is a talented rookie coming out, uh, a talented rookie coming out of college this year, and just a name for the future, right? Yep, so, absolutely. They're 14-point so, dogs in San Francisco next week, so that's going to be ugly. We're yeah. on a break. When we come back, Sunday scaries. It's going to be some New York Jets. Yeah. Ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. I've already cleaned out my office here because the, the, you know they're firing me at the end of this week. Like, I can't survive a week in Vegas. Come on. There's literally no way. Vegas, there could be all sorts yes. of ways like, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it's, you Basically, know, like, you're telling them not to take right. much. Don't what, take your advice seriously yeah, next would you, week. Would you, would you refund all my money? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Mm. It's the hangover. Oh. What happened? I'm, like, I'm, yes. I'm in a, there's, there's a chance that, that I wake up in the MGM Grand with a, with a tiger with a and Mike Tyson. Yeah. Like, like, anything's possible. All right, right off this, Matthew Berry and I are getting on a plane to Las Vegas. <laughs> right. We're doing the show from the MGM Grand, Tuesday through Friday, 9 a.m. local time. Excited, Matthew, to see Senor Berry on the Mai Tais in Las Vegas. It's going to be a good time, my friends. Me, you, Connor <laughs> Rogers, and a cast of thousands. Come check us out if you're in the, uh, in the city. It's CES this week as well, so... 
come out and say hi for us. Again, like, I'm probably just going to roll straight from the tables, straight from the clubs. I'm going to be a disaster. I'm going to be a disaster. in the club. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. You can't you can't tell that I'm a big club guy. If you've seen that just there and if you watch the hangovers, it's interesting who they made, which characters. I don't like that. I don't like that Connor Rogers got Bradley Cooper. I'm not happy about that. But he does technically does resemble Bradley Cooper. I'm not shocked at all he got that one. Yeah, but why did I get Galifianakis? That's the, uh, I feel like that was going to minus right, 2,000. Right, exactly. Why am I, like, you guys think I'm drugging you? Like, come on, stop it. All right. Anyway, it's well, outrageous. One of the Galifianakis of the Sunday football slate was Trevor Lawrence, who didn't do by the, anything. By the way, I'm just going to say this right now. Mm. Of this table, you know, who has hung with me for a night in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson. We had a good night. Yeah, we did. We did. We, did, we, did. we had a good night. Well. We're so good. We ain't talking about it on this show today. <laughs> All right. Well, didn't have a good night. Day. Trevor Lawrence, who got the win and was efficient enough in terms of his completion percentage, but uh, didn't do anything. I wouldn't read too much into this, though, Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, it's we knew <coughs> the, we knew the Jaguars' offensive player, their top players weren't going to play the whole game. From a football standpoint, 17, 21, 152, he did his job. He did just to handle touchdowns to go with it. He got in, they got the lead, he got out. That's, you know, just chalk that, chalk that up to the game. Yep, nothing too much to read into that. Matthew, Ramondre Stevenson, disappointing performance uh, in a game that they won and were playing with the lead. Yeah, he feels like he's really hitting kind of a wall yeah. here and wearing down. And, and so, look, he's now had under 50 rushing yards in five of the past seven games, four straight games with two or fewer receptions. They're not using him in the passing game the way we expected to. This tied for his fewest touches in a healthy game this year. Just 10 touches, 57% snap. They used Damian Harris, and honestly, just to the eye, it's like, hey, where, where is where, where's the Ramondre Stevenson that we love? Like, I, you know, so really disappointing game. He should, in a game they won, in a game in which they moved the ball, in which Mac Jones looked good, like, he just didn't, it really feels like he's just a little bit worn down. Feels like he was trapped on a rooftop in Las Vegas. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. On, a, on a mattress, wondering yeah. what the hell happened. Lawrence, Terry McLaurin, uh, who's had an up-and-down season, never really established any rapport with Carson Wentz and, again, did nothing yesterday. Yeah, and we talked about this last yeah. week. We all did, right? When Carson Wentz is back under the center, which now we're questioning why that even happened. Uh, we knew it was going to be a... a a little decline for Terry McLaurin, but a bump for other guys like Jahad Donson. But, you know, this show guy, Matthew, how you feeling about this? I mean, it's a disaster in Washington. I mean, this is a team that had its chances, multiple chances to make the playoffs. They've officially been eliminated. They had to find that out at the press conference. That's a bad look <laughs> yeah. for the team that they did not know that Coach Rivera was not aware that he could be eliminated yesterday. He found that out the hard way when a reporter asked yeah. him about it. We will see. The, the way it came about was they asked him whether or not Sam Howell might be an option for them to start in weeks, uh, week 18 because they have been eliminated. And whether it's Heineke or Wentz or, um, or Sam Howell against Dallas next week, you don't feel good about Terry McLaurin. You'd feel better if it was Heineke. I don't think it's going to be. I think it'll either be a Wentz or Howell. They sort of know what they have in Heineke here. But we talked about this. You're exactly right, right? And so in games started by Carson Wentz this season, six targets and 10 points a game. Like, yeah, that, that's, you know, good. it's just not good. I mean, it's 28 million doesn't buy you what it used to. Yep. All right. I'm going to get that's on my soapbox. That's what, that's what the, my commanders are paying Carson Wentz this year. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get on my soapbox. Because Car Carson Wentz for Jarrett Stidham. Who says no? I think the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. <laughs> Stidham at least has some potential. Yeah. Uh, Sauce Gardner yesterday was out of his freaking mind. He had four passes yeah. defensed, 
DK Metcalf got lost on Sauce Island. He had one reception for three yards. Sauce was breaking up passes in the end zone. He was everywhere. And we need, we need to get this man a quarterback next year because this Jets team has yeah. so much talent. Quinn and Williams, Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed, Garrett Wilson on the other side. They need a quarterback. This franchise has needed a quarterback for 50 years. But right now, there's so much talent. And that team is talking a Talking Commanders fan. I mean, you yeah. understand? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know. It's unbelievable. Sauce is the defensive rookie of the year. And DK Metcalf, I mean, I think you just write this off because of the matchup. Yeah. Um, and that he did get matched up with Sauce a ton. Um, and look, he did nothing. But I wouldn't be too worried about DK Metcalf going Yeah, I, w- I, I would agree with that. I'd also, when I'm in Vegas this week, I'd like to visit Sauce Island. I yeah. feel like that's... That's it's a, a place that place. I could get to. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think you're. I think you're 100 right. I was having this uh, conversation last night with uh, James Kaminsky, who works here at NBC, does a great job for us on Sunday Night Football. Diehard Jets fan, and uh, we're just saying that they, weirdly that the Commanders and the Jets are sort of very similar in what they have a lot of young skill players, right? I mean, you mentioned yeah, you mentioned you know Sauce and Garrett Wilson and everyone else. You think about the young defense of Washington. Jahan Dotson was a fine for them this year. Brian Robinson was a fine. Brees Hall for the Jets as well, right? I mean, so there's like a lot of pieces there, but neither team has yeah. a quarterback. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see about the coaching. I would feel better about the Jets in terms of their ownership situation than my commanders. But both teams have a lot of pieces there that, you know, that are exciting. Yep. Just neither team has a quarterback there. We hoped for better out of Mike White. I certainly did. Uh, I bet you. We had a little betsy. We made a bet on, on uh, fantasy football pregame. Who would have the better fantasy day? Geno Smith, who's you took against your – you're a Jets fan. I'm, I felt really uncomfortable watching the game yesterday. I actually didn't enjoy it at all. So I think I am a Jets fan. Yeah, I, I mean, fan. right. You're a Jets fan, but you nah, bet against the playoffs them. now. You got to get know, a new and you team. See, you see the sign here at, at the bar. Gino That's Smith right, Gino. Free. They That's wrote right. you off. Yeah. yeah. Now so you drink free. I didn't write back. Matthew started writing back to Anyway, Gino. just, yeah. I mean, literally, we got, you know, we got some. That's uh, uh, over there, Matthew. We, no, no, I know. But I was just saying the, what, the, the, the bar back there. Oh, yeah. You, you know, yeah. anyway, with taps. We got three taps back there. So, Gino, you're welcome to come and just like. You know, for free, <laughs> yeah, yeah. anytime Stop you going. want, just stick your your uh, you know uh, head under there, like Mo on The Simpsons. You know, just like you know, or Barney, 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 Barney Gumble, Barney, like Barney Gumble on The Simpsons. Like, ah. Yes, but, that uh, might be me even tomorrow night in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Yeah, yeah we'll taking see. my my ties from the yeah. tap. Uh, I mean, the Jets offense. Margaritas. I'm more of a margarita more man. Margarita man. Yep. Okay, interesting. Uh, Mike White anyway, might have to be a margarita man after that. I just think. I just think. Listen, on the road at Seattle, the 12th man, they showed up. You know. Credit the Seahawks. They played well. They just couldn't get into a rhythm here. I don't know that there's anything you take away from the Jets' offense. Next week, I'm still starting Garrett Wilson. The only thing I will say is that, they, once again, they did not get uh, their run game going. Bam Knight's third straight game with under six yeah. and a half fantasy points. We talked about Tyler Conklin, liking Tyler Conklin. He was a sleeper that we talked about during fantasy football pregame. He ended up with a good game. You can start your tight ends against the Seahawks. Yep. This game could have been a lot worse for Mike White. Yes, there was like three oh, other yeah. picks that oh, could have yeah. been. Tariq Willen had one yeah. over Garrett Wilson they didn't hold on to. Just a mess across the board for the Jets. Lines. It was his first game back after missing a few games with injury. And it's not like he has a large playing time. You know, like, I mean, he's still, I don't, he's not a rookie because he's been in the league for a long yeah. time, but he doesn't have a lot of games started under his belt. So there could have been some rust there as well. Yeah. Mike White is a, a fine backup quarterback. Yeah. He, he's, he's a He's simply better for the Jets' offense right now than Zach, or probably forever, than Zach Wilson is. That's what he is. He's better for the team than Zach Wilson. That's just the fact. Yep. All right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, special guest, Mr. Pat Corain, who's got a bit going on tonight. We'll tell you all about it.
So what you are seeing on your screen is Daily Rojo. This is a best ball team that is managed by our very own Pat Corain, Roto World's Pat Corain. And why are we showing you this? Because currently it's in first place in Underdog's Best Ball Mania. Pat Corain joins us now and he's got a chance, if things break right for him tonight, no big deal, NBD, of winning $2 million. Do I have that right, Pat? That's right. Yeah, that's the sweat. Yeah. $2 million. $2 million. So, all right. Man. So, so let's back up here for a second. So, for anyone that may not be familiar, what is best ball? What did you enter? What did you get yourself into quickly, if you can? Yeah, so best ball, you draft the team, but you do not set a starting lineup. The system just optimizes whoever scores the most points that week, goes in your starting lineup. For example, I had Saquon Barkley, very helpful all year. This week, he was outscored by Raheem Mostert, so Raheem Mostert just goes directly into my lineup automatically. And there's no waivers. There's no uh, roster management of any kind in these types of leagues. And in this particular form of best ball, it's a tournament where you're trying to advance week by week to get into week 17. And then all the money, the prize money really is in finishing first among all the 470 teams that made it to week 17. And so currently that is where I sit and we're just holding on, uh, fading a lot of Buffalo <laughs> and Bill's stacks tonight. So yeah, let's talk. Let's talk this through. So how many do you do you know how many teams enter this? So you draft this in August, and then you know, and there's a strategy to best ball in terms of drafting multiple guys, and you need to stay healthy. But how many people entered this particular tournament, and we're now down to the final 470? Yeah, it was just over 450,000 teams originally, and then now down to 470. So you are one of 470 teams in this uh, out of uh, you know out of almost a half a million teams that were drafted. How many of your teams did you draft? How did you? Because you can do multiple teams. How many teams did you draft? I drafted 150 teams, which was the max that you can enter. So I did. I max entered it. I only got this one team through to the right. final. So you know, it's like your odds of winning are one out of 470. It's like right. nice to have, but you know, you, I had some other things I was invested in this week, and then. When stuff started to happen, Kittle scores a touchdown, Eckler's going nuts. Then I really started to, you know, feel feel like this was a real sweat. So what needs to happen tonight for you to win? How much are you up by? Um, and what needs to happen tonight so we can all root for you? Because we'd all love to see one of our own uh, take this down. Field goals. We are rooting for field goals. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what needs to happen is T. Higgins in particular uh, is the the guy that I'm fading the most because he was, uh, you know, someone who scored a lot of points in week 15 and 16. And so he helped people get into week 17. And a lot of really good teams have him behind me. If he goes for even, you know, 15 to 20 points, it gets really scary because there's teams that have like T. Higgins and Devin Singletary or T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And there's some teams that just have T. Higgins that if he goes for, you know, 25 or 30 half point PPR points, I'm really sunk. So, he in particular is a guy, but there's lots of really good teams that have pieces of this game because in this format, you know you're playing for the final week. And so a lot of people will stack up specific games knowing that there might be in this exact type of outcome where they're going to need a huge game on Monday Night Football to win the whole thing. And so there's teams that have Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs with Bengals bringbacks or the reverse of that. Um, so just a quiet game, just a nice quiet game. <laughs> right. You need nine to six. You need 13, 10. Um, uh, uh, there you go. Um, have you thought about calling T Higgins and saying like, listen, <laughs> yeah, listen, you develop a cough <laughs> and I'm going to send you a million dollars in medicine. 
<laughs> just before the now, game. I think that's collusion. Isn't that collusion, Matthew? I, not T. Higgins isn't in the league. I mean, I think there's probably some other illegal things going on with there, but I don't think it's actually fantasy football collusion. Um, so we are we are we are an anti T. Higgins show um, uh, tonight. Uh, will you be Pat? Um, do you have any op- Do you have any players in this game tonight? I don't. No, okay. I'm completely done. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's a full fade. It is a it is a full fade. So we will root for you there. If you end up winning, does Austin Eckler get a song? I am. I don't know. You probably can't. You don't, probably don't see me on air, but I'm wearing Austin Eckler. I'm wearing Austin Eckler's 30 jersey, not just for myself, but for you and for all the fantasy managers that he just absolutely carried on his back this season and yesterday. Does Eckler get a Austin song Eckler. if you win? He's a legend. Yeah, he, he will get a song. Uh, he he deserves a song already. I mean, the guy ripping off 72 yard touchdowns, uh, scoring again. It's it's just one for the ages. Describe the level of sweat. Like, are you tonight? So you're gonna you're doing a live sweat, right? Somewhere. Where? That's right. Yeah, on ship chasing. We're going live at 8:15. Uh, ship chasing on YouTube. Uh, a podcast I do with Ben Gretsch and Pete Overzet, and uh, our buddy Mike Leone put together a bunch of. They kind of went through all the teams and figured out exactly what I'm sweating with each team. So you'll be able to to follow along with that if you tune in. Uh, yeah. So we're just gonna be. Kind of enjoying it you know it's it's a it's it's a tough sweat there's a lot of ways uh, that other teams can catch me so uh it, it might be stressful but uh we'll be we'll be doing it live uh peter overzad who does fantasy live ben gretch and his stealing signals uh leone with uh, establish the run all great analysts and ship chasing is a lot of fun so definitely check out ship chasing tonight live on youtube um i uh, want to give a shout out to all those guys here but i guess my question for you pat is like is it like a is it like a super nervous sweat, or is it just like, ah, like this is ridiculous? I mean, the odds of the one in you know one in four hundred seventy thousand or whatever it is, one in four hundred fifty thousand people. Like, it's just, do you think you'll be really, really sweating, or is this just sort of like, ah, you know, it's 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 been a fun ride up till now. Like, describe what you think your level of emotion will be tonight. So last night, you know, I didn't have any players in the Pittsburgh Baltimore game either. So I I kind of lived this once, and I'm about to live it in a more intense way, and. In the early part of the game, hey, happy to be here. You know, it, it, it was a great ride either way. When it gets down to the fourth quarter and you specifically need Pat Fryermuth not to catch a touchdown, uh, or Isaiah likely to not have any more catches, which is what I needed, then it, it was a real, real sweat. So I think if I'm still live, you know, in the second half, I, I'm going to really, I'm going to be feeling it. Yeah. Pat, uh, I feel awkward even asking this question, but I have to. Have you thought about, winning the $2 million and what you would do with it? I mean, I'm, I'm in my uh, my mid to late 30s. So like, I, probably, I think I'd like invest it. <laughs> invest it? Pat, come on. You wouldn't hey, like, come you wouldn't on. come into Roto World? You wouldn't Wait, come I, into Roto World flipping the bird off? And I'm about like, to say, take, I'm about to say. You take your are, rankings and <laughs> shove it. Are, are, are you going to quit? Are you right. still going to be working with us, dog? Uh, he's right. going to be Matthew Berry's boss. I what? can't come on an NBC show and announce that I would quit if, if I win. I mean, the I money's got to be in the bank account before right. we talk about that. I think you buy NBC is the plan. Right. Yeah. I, you, listen, yeah. you can have this show for a lot less than two million dollars. That that much is that much is for sure. Pat, it, what are? But there are prizes. Like even if you don't win the top prize, like you know, is like, are you coming into some money tonight, regardless? So it is a steep drop off. Um, and that's why, you know, if the game goes nuts, it would it would be uh, pretty tough because it goes from two million to one million to five hundred thousand to two hundred thousand to one hundred thousand. By the time you get to eleventh, it's ten thousand. It, it holds a ten thousand until fiftieth. 
So I think the way things are shaking out, it would, would be like really, really tough for me to fall out of, you know, the top 50, but there's a big difference between $10,000 and $2 million. So uh, there's a lot on the line with how this game goes. That is well, a very accurate statement. Well, Pat, we are in Las Vegas all week long doing this show live. So if you win the $2 million tonight, take the PJ out to Vegas <laughs> yeah. and bottle service on you, brother. Yeah. Listen, we're all going to be rooting for you. Luck, Follow along at Pat Crane. Go to Ship Chasing Live on YouTube and watch it. Pat, we would be so thrilled for you to win, man. Mr. Best of luck tonight, and uh, thanks for joining us, brother. Good luck, Pat. Thank you, Mr. guys. Mr. Two Millie. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Two Millie. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right. BetMGM. Speaking of gambling and big payouts, potentially, the action never stops. At BetMGM, sign up now using bonus code BERRY, and your first wager is risk-free, up to $1,000. Not $2 million, but $1,000. Simply download the BetMGM app today, or go to BetMGM.com. And it's a bonus code Barry to make your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. Most bet props for Bills, Bengals. This is a massive game. T. Higgins to score the first touchdown is plus 1,100. Jamar Chase to score anytime touchdown, even money. And Josh Allen, over one and a half passing touchdowns, is minus 140. My best bet for this game is Gabe Davis, under 46 and a half. So we bring in last call. Under 46 and a half receiving yards for Gabe Davis. Gone under four out of five. Bengals have an excellent pass defense, particularly against the deep ball. So I'm taking the under on Gabe Davis. I'm going to take I'm going to take the under on 69 and a half receiving yards for T Higgins just because go Pat Crane. I'm like, that's what it is. I'm betting with my money. I want him to win the listen, because by the way, there's a chance he's a two millionaire. It could be right. Like I need to start sucking up to Pat (laughs) Crane. Yes. So listen, I got your back under on T Higgins, 69 and a half receiving yards. What do you got? I'm at th- this game is high stakes for both teams. I'm gonna take this game to go to overtime, wow. just just the, the field goal game. But so, so look, Pat Kareem gonna get two million. I gotta start catching up, and it starts <laughs> with this game going to overtime at plus eight hundred. So that's what I need. Yeah. Well, we want a, a zero zero game. Yeah. No, and yeah. Zero zero, zero, zero straight oh, to, overtime. Go to, go to gonna, overtime. You know what I'm also gonna do? I'm also gonna take Evan McPherson over <laughs> yeah. one and a half field goals. Oh, it's in plus money. There you go, that's right, right there. Money there Mac. Go. Money Mac. <laughs> Means money for Pat. That's what we're talking money about here. So give me. We want field goals in this game. Yeah. Ed McPherson over one and a half. So there we go. All right. All right. Fantastic. Listen, it's a lot of fun. We're in. When you see us next, we'll be in Vegas, yes. and I'll be drooling all over myself because I'll be like, ah, I just came from the tables. For Lawrence Jackson and Jay Crouch, I'm Matthew Barry. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. We'll see you in Vegas tomorrow. Peace out. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley. 
for the love of home.